Hi, Joe Alton, MD here, also known as Dr. Bones of the survival website doomandbloom.net, co-author of the award-winning fourth edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook and designer of quality medical kits at store.doomandbloom.net. My last two videos concentrated on anxiety and depression, and maybe you're sick and tired of the mental aspects of the survival medic's responsibilities. And believe me, I get it. The sensational stuff usually has blood in it. But let me spend just a few minutes on one last mental issue you, medic, are bound to encounter in times of trouble. Post-traumatic stress disorder, also known as PTSD. About 3.6% of adult Americans, that's about 5.2 million people, have symptoms of PTSD during the course of a year. And an estimated 7.8 million Americans will develop PTSD at some point in their lives. I expect that to grow, actually, as our society becomes more and more dysfunctional. PTSD was once called shell shock or battle fatigue. It's a serious condition that can develop after a person has experienced or witnessed a traumatic or terrifying event in which there was serious physical or emotional harm. PTSD is a lasting consequence of traumatic ordeals that cause intense fear, horror, and helplessness. It's often been described as a nightmare that comes when you're awake. Originally considered a warfare phenomenon, PTSD can occur in almost anyone given the right or wrong circumstances. Examples of things that can bring on PTSD include a physical or sexual assault, the unexpected death of a loved one, an accident, or a natural disaster. Families of victims that can develop PTSD as well, as can emergency personnel and rescue workers. Most people who have experienced a traumatic event will have reactions that may include shock, anger, nervousness, fear, and even guilt. These reactions are common, and for most people, they go away over time. For a person with PTSD, however, these feelings continue and even increase, becoming so strong that they keep the person from going about their daily life. People with PTSD have symptoms that are prolonged and just cannot function as well as before. Episodes may become common and can recur for many years. Oftentimes, the patient will re-experience traumatic events mentally if triggered. They may become agitated and sometimes even uncontrollable. PTSD symptoms follow similar mnemonics, either pain, P-A-I-N, or RAIN, R-A-I-N. I describe pain in the Survival Medicine Handbook's fourth edition, so I'm going to go with RAIN for this video. R is for reliving. People with PTSD repeatedly relive the ordeal through memories of the trauma. These may manifest as flashbacks, hallucinations, or nightmares. They may also feel distress and guilt when certain triggers remind them of the trauma, such as, let's say, the anniversary date of the event. A is for avoiding. The patient may avoid people, places, things, thoughts, situations that can remind them of the trauma. This can lead to detachment and isolation from loved ones, as well as a loss of interest or even fear of activities that the person once found enjoyable. I is for increased arousal. These include exaggerated emotions, problems relating to others, including responding appropriately to them. Difficulty sleeping also occurs, irritability, outbursts of anger, difficulty concentrating and being jumpy or easily startled. The person may also suffer physical symptoms such as increased blood pressure and heart rate, maybe rapid breathing, muscle tension, nausea, even diarrhea. N is for negative cognitions and mood. This refers to thoughts and feelings related to blame, estrangement, guilt, and memories of the traumatic event. Symptoms of PTSD most often begin within three months of the event. In some cases, however, they don't begin until years later. The severity and duration of the illness can vary. In survival settings, I would expect it to be a chronic problem. 
Untreated PTSD can cause problems in every aspect of your group member's life, including jobs, relationships, health, and everyday activities. It may also make them more likely to develop other mental health problems, such as depression and anxiety, drug or alcohol abuse, eating disorders, and suicidal thoughts and actions. Although anxiety is certainly a component of PTSD, it's interesting to note that anti-anxiety medicines don't seem to help as much as antidepressants do. Zoloft, Paxil, and Prozac seem to help, but what are the chances you're going to have a good supply of those on hand when the you-know-what hits the fan? So I wouldn't follow the extensive treatment guidelines for depression in austere settings I mentioned in my last video. Yes, you might have to live through two of my videos. You'll survive, I promise. Additional options include cognitive behavioral therapy. That involves learning to recognize triggers and change thought patterns that lead to troublesome emotions, feelings, and behavior. Also, group and family therapy may be helpful by allowing the person to share thoughts, fears, and feelings with people who might have experienced similar events. There'll be plenty of those folks in times of trouble, I can tell you that. The success of your survival group is going to depend greatly on your ability to spot emotional issues such as anxiety, depression, and PTSD before the situation deteriorates. Once out of control, these conditions will damage the cohesion necessary to succeed in an adverse environment. Learning observational expertise and rapid intervention are as important for the medic as any technical skill. Translation, get off your duff and learn some stuff. <laughs> this is Joe Alton, MD, that old Dr. Bones, wishing you the best of health in good times or bad. Thanks for watching. Hey, learn more about natural disasters and 200 other off-grid medical topics in the award-winning fourth edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook. And get your family medically prepared with quality kits and individual supplies from our entire line at store.doomandbloom.net. You'll be glad you did. Oh, if you like our videos, you might also like our Survival Medicine podcast. Check it out on Blog Talk Radio, iHeart, and many other broadcast outlets.